Welcome to the serious sight. With the spiritually minded me, recognizing the real, peeping the game, decoding the signs and symbols, and chopping up this spiritual knowledge. We out here in these streets. There's some real gangsters out here, y'all. For real, for real. light and love everybody thank you so much for getting with us we doing this thing called the serious cypher yet again and i want to thank the sisters showing up in the house and in effect today and so we got together already we called upon our spiritual support so trust that's all in alignment right there we set it off with the 528 hertz and we are in agreement to operate within the highest vibration right in here. And so I wanted to bring a quick reflection before I really start diving a little bit further into all of this. Because our last week, I really wanted to make sure that for this particular cipher, that we are all working together on the same page for the highest and greatest good. And so when Spirit gave it to me to really set us, to start us with dealing with the tarot system, it was always in my heart for us to be able to take this knowledge that we got and bring it down to earth. And so with that, I wanted to make sure that we understood that here we're here to speak truth to power. But we're going to be respectful because we all go see it differently. We're going to be concise. And so we get to do this thing over again today for the cipher this particular time. And so we're setting it off where we're going to allow everybody to speak their truth uninterrupted for two minutes and then they pass the mic and let the next person bring it on because we came here to build not agree necessarily but definitely get a build session on so i wanted to reflect on this real quick because it's easy for us to judge and it's more difficult for us to understand because understanding requires compassion patience, and a willingness for all of us to really believe that folks with good hearts sometimes choose poor methods. And through judging, we get into the business of separating. But through understanding, we about the business of growth. And so last week, Spirit saw that we deal with some energy that showed up in a powerful way, I thought, for us to all get on this same page and bring our energy, that same thing. Oh, let's not get it twisted. But Spirit saw it fit for us to deal with it. So let me pull out my book and talk about this card because the card that I pulled last week 
was the Knight of Swords. I don't know, my background is blurring that out. But the Knight of Swords, so I'm dealing with the Lyseer's Tarot deck. So the Knight of Swords, let me tell you about this energy real quick. The key words on this is daring, chivalry, and forthrightness. Also, impatience, single-mindedness, and insensitivity. See, knights often symbolize travel. And some decks, including one of the ones that I got, which is the Rider Waite Smith, which is the traditional tarot, it shows that knight that's like hell-bent on running towards an adversary. If this is an energy that represents someone, this is a person that might be a little aggressive, a little overly aggressive, or argumentative. And perhaps even sometimes they live in attack mode. This person is a spiritual warrior and one that uses the intellect to examine and purify themselves at the end of the day. And see, this Knight of Swords energy, it can turn into something different if we don't check that at the door. And so I brought in a clip just a little clippy clip that's going to bring a little lighthearted humor, right, to this real talk that we got going on right here. And this is going to give us a little bit of a twist of funny on this profound truth. Watch where you're walking, nigga. Hey, what you say, nigga? Watch closely. You're about to experience a nigga moment. Horseshoe defines the nigga moment as a moment when ignorance overwhelms the mind of an otherwise logical Negro man. What did you say, bitch, nigga? I squeeze it, nigga. Causing him to act in an illogical, self-destructive manner, i.e., like a nigga. <laughs> Moments are unpredictable. Hey, wait, man, wait. This is stupid. Hey, you're right, dog. Look, let's put the guns away and go on about our business. Freeze! But they all end up bad. If they have their own category, nigga moments will be the third leading killer of black men behind pork chops and female. It's a fact. Now let's see how a nigga moment affects a white man. Watch where you walking, bitch. What did you... Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm white. <laughs> Where you going? Don't you ignore me. This is a perfectly good moment to throw your life away. A perfectly good moment to throw your life away. Whatever. Now, we also know that we done seen some white folks in some nigga moments. We seen it on January the 5th or the 6th or whatever the hell that was, right? So nigga ain't nobody above the nigga moment. However, the profoundness of how the dude said, hold up, I'm a white dude, hold up, I'm God. But before I propose these questions, let me just run this past y'all right quick because I wanna check this right here. 
Because this ain't about no judgment. This is about this energy that we all get into. I want to talk about this dark empath. We call him the shadow warrior. Or the dark worker. Or the, the wild moon child. Whatever in the hell you call this, this, this energetic worker. But these, these cats right here. These is warriors for humanity. And once they understand how they tick, they dangerous. They dangerous. They gangster. Why? Because they outfox skill manipulators for the highest and greatest good, of course. Because they came here to deal with those narcissistic personalities. Because the mean-spirited, the insensitive, the apathetic, those type of cats piss them off. And I suspect that energy within not only myself, but within a lot of folks that's within this cipher. And so we're here to get here and we go talk about it. And what needs to happen And how we can navigate this energy that shows up in all of us. Because this deck is all about human energy and how we express it. That's what it is. So I want to open up the floor right now. Who identifies with this dark empath? Who, who does that resonate with? Is there anybody that want to take the wheel? Let's get it, Aquarius Moon. I see your hand up. You Can you unmute yourself? Hold up, I got you. Okay, let's go. Got you. Let's go. <laughs> so, yes, this, this uh, dealing with narcissistic folks, that seems to have been a pattern in my life um, for a long time. So, I've been doing it. It was coming in three year cycles for me at first. Mm. So, but this last cycle has lasted 12 years. <laughs> so, um, the energy though, when you pulled the card, the thing that came to me, cause let me first, let me tell you how it works. Um, I go off of the energies that I receive and how I interpret them is by my, um, uh, my past experiences. So that's how spirit deals with me. Mm. And when you, when you uh, pulled that card last week, it was like um, that full full steam ahead energy. You know what I mean? Get it done, get it done, get it done. So, um, but you're moving forward so quickly that you're not paying attention to the dangers. You know what I'm saying? That are off to the side. It's like, you know, you had, you had your horse in the race and got on blinders. You know what I mean? So you can't look to the left or to the right. You just lost in my head. So that leads to danger in, in my eyes. That's where, you know, that card lays with me. It it brings me to a place where I'm more conscious of what's going on in the world around me. Um, I take more mental notes on, you know, how I'm feeling and the energies that run through me and things like that. But um, as far as the dark spirits and here to wake people up and things like that when 
I'm dealing with those narcissistic people in my life. It's always that we're butting heads because I'm trying to bring to light, you know, their actions and how they affect others okay. and not just themselves. Okay. And, you know, they never take responsibility for anything in their lives. Not even, you know what I'm saying? Most of the times, anything at all, anything that happens is never their fault. So it's like, I try to bring those things to light and, and at the end of it, it never works for me. So I'm at the point where I'm kind of like trying to lean away from that and I'm just going to let people do what they do. Wow. But, you know, I, I really know that that's not my mission, but I just know that I can drop down the jewels to people who are willing to pick it up and the rest I just have to let away. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Miss Kavina, let's get it, lady. Oh, wow. Kian, beautiful share. Um, that is, it's, I mean, the book. I mean, I almost don't even want to come on. She hit it on the head. Um, dealing with this energy of um, repeat behaviors. And I know for mm. me, this lion's gate, um, and I've been tracking it for the last three years, it's always bringing me energy from the past to see if I'm really ready to move forward with where I'm going. And it's hard because it's people that I love. It's people that I love. Um, and this lion's gate, realizing that I was headed toward a nigga moment with my biological mom um, over some things that occurred and something stopped me and was like, it's time to let her know she's a narcissist. Even if she decides to never talk to you again. So when Kian said it, I'm like, my knees buckled because I'm like, this has literally just been my last 24 hours and it's been one of the scariest moments in my life because I was raised by my mom's sister um, which is the baby, to love my mom. And I do love her. Um, but in loving her, I can't, I can't no longer keep up this relationship. And you are, like she said, you are creating stories as to why you gave up eight kids. Um, it's everybody else's fault. And it's like, it's to a point where it's like, if we're going to continue a relationship, we got to get past certain certain realities. I'm not here to judge you on that. I just want to get to know you as a woman. Like, I've been mothered. I've been grateful. I've been blessed. But let's get to know one another. And this, um, this my nigga moments have been people wanting to convince what I already know. Mm. And so now it's been a humility piece for me to step back and say, you will not walk with crazy. It's time to drop the hand. And it's time to kind of look and create a space. Um, but it's coming up differently because usually, I mean, I would be like, no, bullshit, that's da 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 and da 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 no, and I would literally read you for filth, and I feel like this lion's gate, I'm finally getting to this point of saying, I don't have to walk with crazy, but in that, I don't have to be silent either, and I can still give you unconditional love, even if you choose not to be in my life, and I, can, I have to be okay with that. But if we're going to have a relationship, it needs to be one that's authentic and it needs to be one of accountability, um, not pointing fingers, but accountability. And if we can't be accountable, let's not bring it up. Don't bring it up. Let's just don't, you know, let's let's keep that as you're still writing in your journal. I'm still writing in my journal. But don't bring it to the table if you don't want to be accountable. And learning how to do that with grace um, and then still not internalizing or compartmentalizing it. Because I know my masculine energy will be like, oh, zoop, never mind. But actually still allowing myself to process the pain of it, the feelings of it, um, is making myself accountable um, 
from my seeds of narcissism because I'm like, I was birthed from a narcissist. So, you know, I'm like, that's something that's in my DNA. You got to constantly, like Kian was saying, you got to constantly check in. Um, so going back to some simple things, like with the priesthood, constantly checking in. I, I, every three hours, I check in with myself. Kavina, how are we feeling? Um, if I find myself upset, I'm like, um, okay, like, oh, it was so funny that you mentioned the nigga moment. Because I had one in the store today. It was a, a Ukrainian. She was slotted. Slotted. And, um, and I literally looked and turned around and I told my kids, like, if you want to see a nigga moment, this is it. And my children were so confused because they're so used to peep black, but that's only being for black. And I'm like, no, nigga means ignorance. And I want you all to look at this lady. Do you see her demeanor? Do you see how she's yelling at me? I don't know who this lady is. I don't know why she thinks she's qualified to talk to me. I'm We're just in the store. So all of a sudden, the store manager comes over, and I'm like, thank you. I need security. I need security. And it was weird because my daughter says, you were the Karen in that situation. Oh, wow. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We got two minutes in. Let me let the divine priestess come. We'll get back to you. Hold just a second. All right, lady. Oh, okay. There you go. Got you now. Yo, I love this. Um, Princess Kavina hit on something real. Oh, boy. I mean, when she said it, I said, oh, no, my soul is on fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the accountability. You know what I mean? You know, they say it's the accountability for me. That's what it is. It's truly about accountability. Because when we don't do those daily check-ins or, or hourly check-ins, however much you may need it, because we're all in different spaces, those nigga moments tend to rise up in the... The thing is, with narcissism that I have found, everybody please chime in if this is what you have found as well. But what I have found is that narcissism stems from lack of control. Mm. It's like, listen, I want to control this. I want to control that. I want to control this. All because they they themselves are spinning out of control. Man, mm. that accountability, that looking in the mirror. When I tell you mirror work is necessary, I don't care if you need to carry a pocket mirror, just look at yourself. Not today. I don't control it. Like, you know what I mean? And and the, the nigga moment show up. <laughs> and it's so crazy. Princess Kavina hit on it again, like in the video, because it caught me off guard in the video. The guy said, oh, I'm white and can't be moved. <laughs> and her, her, her daughter was like, Mom, I thought that was for black folk. It's funny, the word association, right? The prison we've put ourselves in. Because how did we become, and I'm saying we as a culture, absolutely, so comfortable with these nigga moments, with these nigga reactions, these nigga titles, like we embrace it. And that's okay, I don't care, you know. Hell, I say nigga so much. This and my does they they had this app, but it makes me wonder. You know what I mean? Like this is what we put out, and then wonder why we are spinning out of control in the narcissistic moments. And, and we are so contradictory. It's nigga this, nigga that, nigga this. You know, I'm a king. I'm a god. I'm a priestess. I'm sit your ass down, nigga. Like. You know what I mean? So I just think that accountability, man. Uh, 
the, the night, the, oh man, when that night came up, I was like, man, talk about accountability because the night itself, if you look at any night card in any tarot deck, the night card, the, the course in some shape, form, or fashion is not fully planted on the ground. That's mm. an instability. Mm. You see that? Oh, yes. That's yeah. the control. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's the control. They can't they can't control it. So, you know, I, I just I really love the, the way y'all open this up. Maritime accountability, living moments. Thank you. I'm I'm complete. All right, all right. Hey Aquarius Moon, we got you up here. Hold up, let me let me unmute. <laughs> all right, there we go. Okay, so um Actually, I was going to reply to um, the divine priestess, but I lost, I lost my thought that quick because when she started getting into more stuff, I'm like, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But um, as far as dealing with nigga moments, um, oh, that's what it was. So dealing with nigga moments and how we got so comfortable with them—that's what I wanted to address. Mm. So um, for me, I feel like it's a trauma-based reaction. Mm. You know, mm. it's it, trauma-based and it came, passed down to us from generations before, mm. you know, it was a, um, it was learned behavior from our slave masters and we just became comfortable with it, mm. you know, like, um, how can I put it? So kind of like you're going to play into the role that they gave you. So therefore, you won't buck the system and they won't be so scared of you. You guess I'm gonna sit over here, I'm just gonna sit down here and be this dumb nigga because I know if they know how smart I am, it's gonna be a problem. And then somewhere along the way, we forgot to be smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. We forgot that this is just a show for these other motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. that was what I wanted to address with okay. what the priestess had said. Absolutely. Hey, who's this on this iPhone right here? Who's in the house? On the iPhone. Oh, it's oh, me, Ann. What's uh, going on, brother? Did you want to chime in on anything? Yeah, absolutely. And shout outs to all the priestesses out there. Um, yes. You know. Yes. You know, one thing about our everything in our DNA that we working on and, you know, one thing about us, like, I can say by myself, you know, what I've been going through and defining myself and not not looking outside of myself, but like looking in the mirror, you know what I mean? Doing my work, mm. you know what I mean? Sometimes things happen for a reason and, um, you know, yeah. you, you're, you're here to really, to really, to really define something. And sometimes that can be frustrating based on all our, everything that we've been through, everything that I've been through, but that's no excuse. I take full responsibility of what I've been through and I know I want to go to the next level. Mm. But what does that take? Mm. What does that take? Some people are afraid to get to that next level. Mm. Now, you know, you know that's I mean? a powerful question right there. What does that take? What does it take? Yeah, absolutely. Because I can definitely connect and relate to the whole nigga moment because, you know, Kian both know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We grew up together. I had a very cracked childhood, y'all. And with that, 
it has definitely allowed me to see darkness in a lot of people. And so I walk around already, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And, and a lot of the work that I've done in my life is where I kind of question motives. You know what I'm saying? I give folks the side eye. And whenever I get into an energy where I feel like there's opposition, there's, there's definite potential for nigga moments to come. Now, with me doing the work that I've been doing, what I have noticed, and I hate sounding so cliche, but if somebody else, if somebody else wants to chime in, meditation has not only helped me to gain a greater sense of clarity, but it's also helped me to not be so quick to react. Has anybody had that experience with meditation? Like, it looks different for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. See, because that's the thing about me. Like, I know when it comes to discipline about myself, like, when it comes to meditation, when it comes to doing your work, and especially as a black man, like, when it comes to doing your work, because half where, where I come from, it's no such thing. People say that about this work, but they're not. Yeah. And therefore, I got the heart of a fucking, I got a pure heart, but yet, the work that I need to do and the spiritual work is like, you know, I can feel fucking bad about it. Like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if I can, if I can manage my life in a way where I'm going to do what I need to do, you know what I mean? I'm going to do it. So hold on, just say, yeah. y'all go ahead and speak. Cause. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And so I wanted to just like touch base with that because one thing I want to say is ain't none of us above this. Hold up. Look, we, I see the sister right here. I got you. Yes, that was such of a beautiful point that the brother Anthony brought up because um, as many of you all know, I know Kian may not and Anthony may not, but I'm recovering from Achilles. Uh, with my Achilles in hand, and the fear of what I'm going to be like once I once the doctor says no more therapy, no more this. It has been terrifying, mm. and I've had to actually deal with those inside nigga moments, like he was just saying. I had to deal with that the the fear of that unknown, and I'm not a scary person. So the fact that he brought that up is something that is so powerful because I've actually been dealing with that, even if it's small as. Am I going to be able to play basketball again? Am I going to be able to play tennis again? Am I going to be able to run with my children like I used to? Um, just that that unknown as I evolve through this experience, it's like, I mean, that is an aspect of, yeah. you know, often just men. I'm, so. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, some, uh, my ex just walked in the door because we still roommates, so it got chaotic real quick, so <laughs> kind of try to interrupt me, but no, go ahead. Keep saying what you were saying. You know. Okay. We put you on mute. Don't worry about it. We can't hear you. We put you on mute. All right. <laughs> All right. Cool. Okay. Kavina, did you did you want to finish your point? Are you you good? Oh, you know, I was wrapping it up. Oh. Yeah, sending love. I know how that can be. Sending you love, brother. We here with you. Sending you some good stuff. We are. We are, man. Yeah. You know, we 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 definitely understand we all been there done that no doubt about it so listen so when we talk about this whole energy of the knight of swords and i love how 
um, Andrea, Priestess Andrea, she got in there and she talked about how that Knight of Swords, the Knight, is always on one foot, which indicates a little bit of instability. And so when we start noticing that folks got that instability, we look at trauma, right? Because like I talked about my childhood, like it wasn't traumatic. I just saw a lot of foolishness. You know what I'm saying? But real trauma that people experience, does that give us a pass in how we handle people? To, I mean, does that give you the pass to be able to say, well, this individual got a traumatic past. You know, they was abused. They was mistreated in their life. You know what I'm saying? So they get a pass for the nigga moment. Okay, Aquarius Moon, what's up with that? I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna mute it real quick. That's but okay. As far as the uh, the instability, excuse your behavior. No, absolutely not. Everybody is accountable for their own self, their own feelings, their own actions. You are accountable for you. So how you choose to act in that nigga moment is completely your choice. You know, said it's a choice to act. You know, saying niggerish or to give somebody a pass for grace. Now, if uh. We all have had things that we've gone through in our past, but we can either choose to wallow in that shit, stay there in that low vibration bullshit, or we can choose to elevate. You know, you need you have to take time to sit back and understand who you are, what your triggers are, and you know what I'm saying, and actually what you're fully capable of. Mm. You know, um, I know people first starting out, they may not understand, you know, who they are, or what triggers them, and things of that nature. But it's your responsibility as a responsible person to find out those things about yourself so therefore you can be a better neighbor a better steward to other people because otherwise we're just going to be out here arguing and fussing and fighting with everybody all the time because i'm always right right you know what i mean right so right. yeah i don't get passes okay all right cool cool all right divine priestess let's see what do you got me on mute cool negligence 
It's someone that does not know. That is called ignorance. We can tell when someone is ignorant, lack of knowledge, lack of know-how, lack of uh, empathy. We know those people. That's where grace comes in. But those nigga moments, <laughs> that willful nugget just to get it I'm complete. <laughs> Word. So you know what? I love how y'all just like hitting it right on point, right? Because Carl Jung, um, he used to talk about, you know, dealing with that whole shadow shit, whatever, whatever, and everything. But one thing he said that was really right on point and really resonated for me is he said, knowing your own darkness is the best method for dealing with darkness of other people. But see, I got some small concerns with that, y'all. Because right now, when I scroll through social media, I hear the new word, the new catch word to call folks that's in a space is narcissistic. And everybody is identifying a lot of the selfish behaviors, a lot of antisocial behaviors, a lot of histrionic personality behaviors as a narcissist. And so we get caught up with these, these, these terms. And my biggest concern is that if we are taking a lot of these therapist terms, we're taking a lot of, we're using a lot of this terminology to identify where everyone's at. How is that going to help us? in finding healing within ourselves if we sitting around identifying everybody as a narcissist or these behaviors as narcissists. But I, I, I just, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Where my real concern is, is that I'm not really sure that we're in a space where it's, it's, it's being accountable. I'm not really sure that we're in a space where we're really dealing with what the true issue is. Go ahead, priestess. Let's let's hear what you got to say about that. Uh, see, this is this goes directly back to what I was saying. In us always being raised um, to look on the outside, mm. it became popular and, and quirky and catchy to everybody become clinical physicians. Mm. Now everybody want to say, you narcissist, this is toxic, this is traumatic, yeah. and they don't even know what the hell that means. Right. Because everyone, like I tell people all the time, you can look at your life as a simple math problem and determine whether it's toxic, traumatic, narcissistic, any of these other little catchy terms. If you are the common denominator out of everybody and somebody always fucked up around you, it's you. Hello, you somebody. You got 30 different friends, 30 different associates, co-workers and everything, and all of them fucked up and you all right. No. Mm. Impossible. You know what I mean? It goes back to basic math and that's why I personally attempt to stay away from <laughs> all these new catchy ass phrases. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're so toxic. Shut up. Someone telling you how you hurt them is not them being toxic. 
You see what I'm saying? And it's like we come to the point we're so busy looking outside, so ready to point the finger that we forget that we are allowed to express and disagree respectfully. Absolutely. I don't have to agree with you to have, and, and have ill feelings towards you. I can disagree and move the hell on just fine. Right. Because we're not all here to live the same experience. Right. So I expect the disagreement now and then. I also know who to, 90% of the time, know who to expect it from and on what subject. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I just, I, it, it, we, we're, we're so, we're so external. Mm-hmm. And I mean society, not even just our culture, society. Is so external, and that's why I was really, really glad when uh, 2020 came through here because it sent everybody inside. Mm. See, a lot of people looked at that as a physical sit down. That was a spiritual sit down. That was an emotional sit down. That was an educational sit down. Yes. That was the world review. You want to talk about a renaissance moment? Mm. The, the the great reset. The great people. Mm. Looking just today, I was watching the news and they were talking about how the kids' reading scores were down 19 percent. And no, I'm sorry, that was mad. The reading scores was down six and a half percent because they didn't know before COVID. They couldn't read before COVID. Right. They couldn't read. I mean, they couldn't do the math before. But it showed everybody where everything was broken. Mm. When 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 it happened, you saw how many people had faith. You saw their faith. When mm. you saw the people that were so spiritual online, but then the next thing you know, they went and hiding under the desk. This ain't no goddamn tornado. What did right. you under the desk for? Right, right, you right. Yes. Yes. Sent everybody inside, and it was a beautiful reset if you took the time and used it wisely. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it was so many people. I can't wait till these kids go back to school. Why? You live with the human being that you gave birth to that you don't know. Why the hell are you ready to send them off to somebody? Right, right. Because we, we all busy. Okay, okay, hold up. I see Aquarius Moon. Hold up, let me get you in here. All right, miss. Aquarius Moon, I can't unmute you. Okay, there we go. Okay. So, um, what I wanted to talk about was the point that you made about um, dealing with our own darkness and being able to recognize the darkness in others mm. because um, that has been essentially my journey. Um, growing up, well, not, what was after I was grown? I want to say about mid 20s. You know, my mom, well, no, growing up, she basically told us, you can't tell what you like if you haven't tried it. You can't say whether you like it or whether you do like it or you don't like it because you don't know you haven't tried it. Mm. So, you know, and having, I've always been willing to have an experience. You know what I mean? Whether it be a good experience, a bad experience, I needed to have that experience so I can learn from it. Mm. So that has been my journey and how I've been able to decipher a lot of the stuff you know what I'm saying? It comes to me because, you know, people come to me and I can already decipher things about them that, you know, I would have no reason for knowing, you know? But it's because of the situations and things that I have been through and all my darkness and my life. It comes from knowing me that I can better relate to other people and extend them grace. 
you know what I'm saying, in certain areas because I've been there and done that. And even so, even in things that I haven't experienced personally, you know, with me being the empath and being able to feel those feelings without having to go through it personally, I can still have that compassion for others. Mm. Um, also, it allows me to see when somebody's trying to manipulate, mm. trying to gaslight, trying to throw me under the bus, you know, all that type shit. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm able to maneuver this world a little bit better and be able to shake the shit off because before I would be so upset, like, how can somebody say that about me or how can somebody do that to me, you know? But now it's, it's kind of easier to shake it off because I understand that everybody has that that scale. That's one thing that you taught me. It's not black and white, it's scale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's equal. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to speak on what um, the priestess spoke about as far as the common denominator, because I've had that conversation with so many people on so many different levels. And it's like that person who's always coming to you with an issue and it's always the same issue, but they're not seeing it as the same issue. Mm -hmm. It's like, you have to look to yourself because how is this person is having an issue with you? This person is having an issue with you. This person over here having an issue with you too. And they don't even know each other. Right. But they all know you. <laughs> right. Hello, somebody. Hello. Yeah, so, Absolutely. You know, that's Absolutely. just what I had to say about it. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Priestess Kavina. Hey, 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 ladies and gents. Hey, hey. Um, I like to talk about the common denominator, too, because I really thought that was a cool hit, uh, point. I've come to understand that it's on a scale as well. Because one thing is is one thing for me, um, in my common denominator, I'm just speak personally for me, I've realized it's not that I'm the issue, it's that we were raised to be codependent in my family. Mm. So friends in that area of you being a problem and so there and so I agree with the sister, um, the priestess Andrea, but I also feel that it's a scale even in that. Because if you're the common denominator for me, I was naturally raised to be a neighbor. Someone that's codependent, someone that enables. So then I do get the, the dudes with mommy issues, the mothering, people that need to be mothered. And so, yes, it is something like the sister, uh, Priestess Andrea said, it is something, uh, trauma I need to work on with my childhood of being abandoned. Um, it also doesn't mean that I'm necessarily a problem. And I think that I agree when Priestess Andrea says, um, she said it so much more elegantly. I really believe that we are word whores because we have this instant gratification with social media. We've become so sensitive to words that if someone doesn't agree, we automatically think it's an attack. And mm. that's not a, really the reality. It's about iron sharpens iron. Every queen fixes another queen's crown. Mm. And whatever they tell men say when they're checking each other. You know? But we it, that, that close knit of saying hey, this is how I want to be treated in these uh, in these things. It's an issue when we're setting barriers now because we have all this instant gratification with the social media and people just really hiding behind these things. Right. So find that it's a big point for me, even with my children, when they say, oh, can we get an Instagram? I'm like, what, at what hours does your blood flow? Left to right, right ventricle to left ventricle. And what hour of the day does your blood flow? left ventricle to right. They say, I don't know. Then don't talk to me about social media. Like, so I do agree with what both women are saying is that it, it is a very intr- intrinsic 
moment, it is a renaissance moment for us um, that our teachers, because we can either go straight to the ego side, where now we are dictating people's lives, or we can still stay in the balance side, but we still have all these skills, you know, like the skill of my aunt. We're constantly, and sometimes our heart is happy, and sometimes it's light. Um, but I think what's important is that we're all different in how we interpret information, how spirit comes to us, how spirit moves through us. And if we can actually just hear one another's experiences, I think that social media has really taken us out of the place of having to listen. Even yeah. with me, when I read a post, if it's longer than a paragraph, I'm skimming. Now, right. I'm skimming. <laughs>
wherever wherever our laboratory is, we go there and fix it, and we do some more work. And you know, shout outs to the, to all all my divine women out there. Like y'all is doing an amazing job. Like if it wasn't for y'all, where would I be? You know what I mean? If it wasn't for my mom, where would I be? And I appreciate that because. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't even have compassion for my own life. You know what I mean? I could have been gone a long time ago, but at the end of the day, I have a divine purpose, and, you know, I can't beat myself up. And, um, you know, all the stuff that's going on in the world and everything that's, everything that's going on around us, you got to stay focused on the path. And what is the path? We all got certain paths. We all got certain avenues. We all come down to the round table. We all come to the cipher and make it happen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's consistency. Absolutely. And that's what I'm focused on, consistency. And, you know, shout outs to everybody that's out here just just lost. Because yeah. it's a lot of people lost, you know. I feel like I be sometimes in a low vibration. Like, man, I want to go somewhere else sometimes, but um, I'm still focused on getting everything right because uh, it is compassion. We did talk about compassion Mm. earlier, and Mm. I know what compassion is, but how do you you define compassion sometimes? Because it's a thin line between love and hate, you know what I mean? And that's where compassion comes in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, something could happen to you and that can go out the window for years. So how can you get back to compassion? You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially as niggas when I I had many nigga moments. <laughs> and I swear to God anybody tests me, it's like, no, I no. I I'm wilding out. Yeah. But but my higher self, the divine, helped me to get in line, and I just wanted to appreciate all the women on here. Just, just putting that feminine energy, just that that divine energy, back on Earth, back to where I can ground myself because I know what to do. Some of my homies do not know what to do. Mm. They don't, and it's up to me. I felt like that was a big burden, like you know. But look at Axel. Look! Look at look at uh quantum line. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like um, it's crazy because like everything that's been happening, like life is a challenge, and the ones that's up against a lot, they're destined to do greatness. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you to stand up to the plate to do it. Absolutely. So, you know, I just want to do something different. No matter if I'm right, if, no matter if it looks right or wrong. Some people just look at me, oh, you need to stop doing this. You need to stop doing that. Bro, you don't know my life, though. Right. Oh, right. you say that you this or that. Like, bro, you don't know my life. At yes. seven years old, I was talking about revelations. Check it. Nah, no, you can't go ask my mom, bro. Yeah. You go ask my mom. And... Stuff like that, that's where the compassion comes from. Like, I have to tap into my feminine energy because my mom used to always, um, she used to always abuse me about how 
you know, her, my father used to abuse her, and she used to tell me I used to remind her, remind her of her father, so, and her, and my dad, so, I used to be in the middle, like, that's why I'm a Libra, that's why I came in this lifetime as a Libra, because I had to balance everything out. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm stepping up to the plate, like, I'm here to say, like, man, look, I'm in a, I'm in a human body, but at the end of the day, I got a higher self that's going to raise, raise to the occasion, and I'm ready for war, and I'm ready to do everything. Let's get you know it. I mean? Let's I'll get back. it. Let's get it. Okay. Back like Big Sean, you know, so okay. I just appreciate y'all, and, you know, much love to y'all, like. I would never stop. I can't stop. So we appreciate and love you too, brother. Okay, okay. Let's let's get uh the divine priest. I think she put her hand up first. We'll get you in. Let you chime in. Thank you, brother. Okay. I I ooh, I wanted to chime in on what I'm saying. Um because I think this is very important, especially in today's time. He asked the question, mm. how do we get back? to compassion, right? And I see this a lot, and I've been asking myself, what's the next step? Because once you identify, like right now, social media and society is stuck on the identification, but nobody's thought about the next step. And if they had thought about it, they haven't taken it, they haven't shared it. Right. <laughs> you know, and so I love the fact that you asked that question, brother, because this is where I would say, and this is just me, you, you hit on it a little bit, but this is where I would tell everybody, go inside. Every mm. single thing that we need is already in us, whether we have identified it or not, right? And so when we come to looking for compassion, I often say to myself, well, did I exhibit compassion when so-and-so called me? You know, I always bring it back to me because at the end of the day, right, if you look at yourself as in a solar system and your coworkers and your friends, your family, the people you run into, they're just all a part of your solar system. They're just planetary alignments, right? But in your planetary alignment, you are the sun. Mm. You are the one that don't move. You stand on your square and you be solid, whatever that is for you, right? And and that doesn't mean it's my hood. I'm I'm real nigga. Like you know what I mean? Like uh, when when you tell somebody be real, I am real. I keep it real. This is my set. I don't want that shit. Nah, keep it real. Mm-hmm. If something hurts your feelings, let a motherfucker know. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't like something, let them know. You don't have to be rude with it. Right. But hey, 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 son, I, I ain't like that. You gonna have to, uh, you you might have to go and come again. I mean, you know what I mean? It's different ways to word it. But for real, I just say, stand on your square. Know what you are willing to accept, and where you draw the line. And that again, that's a boundary. Right? But it's like, in finding compassion, we must display compassion. Mm. And a lot of times, displaying compassion means being vulnerable. And that's very dangerous in today's society. Mm. It really is, so I Mm. get it. 
You know what I mean? But that's what I would say. Stand on your square and just let a motherfucker know. Like, oh, I don't like that. Hey, I love that. I appreciate that. And before I complete, um, I do want to say thank you for acknowledging all the divine women out here because we are the backbones of our culture, y'all. Mm, you know what I mean? Like, if we're not exhibiting compassion, how are we teaching our sons how to exhibit compassion? Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? So I, I, I thank you for that. I'm complete. All right, all right. We at the four-minute point. Let's get these two ladies in before we wrap it up. Um, Aquarius Moon, I think your hand was up first. Let's get you in. All okay, right. So yes, I, I wanted to speak about um, with Brother Anthony when he said how to find compassion as well. Because, and then uh, the Divine Priestess, she hit exactly what I was going to say on the head. To find that compassion is always within. Mm. Anything that you're looking for is always within, it's never without. So when you move, maneuver, you know, around your neighborhood, around, you know, in your life, period. So when someone comes to you and you can feel, you know what I'm saying, that disdain or, you know, that dislike for you or the situation or what have you, if you can put yourself in that person's shoes and understand how you feel when you don't like something and or something is bothering you, then you can have compassion for for how that person is feeling at the time. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be a confrontation or anything like that. And when she was saying, let a motherfucker know, you know what I'm saying? I was raised in a house where my mom told me, you can tell me anything. You can even tell me, you hate my fucking guts. But just be careful on how you say it. Mm. You know? So you need to take time before you just jump down somebody's throat. You know, maybe try to words or make the words a little softer. You know, but you don't ever have to mask who you are, but have that compassion for someone else and treat them how you would want to be treated yourself. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Let me... Also, one more thing, one more point that I wanted to add is compassion may look a, a lot different to ever to everybody. Everybody has their own form of compassion, mm. you know? So that's another thing that, you know, you have to, that throws a little monkey wrench in the situation as well. Because what someone else might feel as compassionate, somebody else feels like that's a bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? Real talk. So there's Real a skill on that as well, too. And Real talk. All right, thank you, lady. Miss Priestess Kavina, let's get you in here real quick before we wrap it. Um, yeah, I, I, everything everyone said about compassion is beautiful. One thing I, I, I will say to, to Brother Anthony is that I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, my mom had eight children, and she gave all of us up. And really moving through that mm -hmm. space um, of being still in the family but not raised with her, I've learned that being honest with her is compassion because no one has done it. So like the sister said, it looks different. Mm -hmm. So you just have to figure out really your place in your family. Mm -hmm. You don't understand the place of your family. And when you get to that place of saying this is the the energy I bring to the family, it really comes full circle where you'll be able to move through certain energies and it's very uncomfortable. Um, I'm 36 and it's still uncomfortable. Mm. And I've been doing it for like 10 years, you know, doing the work with Miss Blue, Brother Blah and Priestesses and, you know, doing the thing like it's 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 a lot of work. Um I, I send you a lot of love because it's hard mm. and I'm really, really sorry that you went through those things. Mm. Um because there is a trauma there. Mm. 
And that trauma shows up every day. And it's often when we least expect it. So I send you love in that area of, of being aware of when those triggers are because one of the priestesses said earlier, um, oh, I gotta wrap it up. I yeah, gotta so, wrap it so up. Hold up. 